Welcome, this is SV Pod, Stanford Steve, and your boy, coming off just a big Father's Day, huh? Monstrous. How'd it go? Great. Relaxing. Yeah. Primetime golf, got a little pool in during the day. Likewise. Um, Well-behaved. Yeah, I mean, everybody's, you know, you kind of got, you get a little more wiggle room. Yeah. You don't feel as bad, like, look golf is i'm gonna watch this <laughs> i like it i like it i want to oh. watch it yeah oh, no it's great you, you do that but no it was sunny day started off kids all made me cards those are awesome how was the spelling everyone tried their best with the big words there we go that's that's the what i tell anyone i don't care if you're charlie or if you're you know an adult just try your best with the big words had some illustrations there's a football field apparently. I didn't I didn't recognize it and at first glance. <laughs> Charlie uh, wants to go to a football game. Oh. Sam is asked to go to a Capitals game. Okay. My daughter and I were I we're gonna run it back with the Orioles. Getting harder to get into an Orioles game because they don't stink. And that's a good thing. But I'll remind them that Lila's two and oh in her lifetime. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> Not a lot of O's fans out there. They can uh. claim an unbeaten record. She can. So at some point, we'll be heading up 95 to uh, see them or use on. So then, yeah, that was, uh, and I had some day had some day old donuts from the Sandy Pony. Shout out to our favorite donut shop. Made, wow. a, day, made a day trip down to the beach, brought back a bunch. Oh. So in our rental house, there's a little bit of an issue with the stove and, um, Wife, he was going to make some, going to fire up some breakfast, but there was gas. It was like sort of one of those, and it wasn't. I was like, listen, given what we've had, let's not blow something up. We got old donuts. We'll dive into those and we'll be off and running. But I tell you, it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. I, I took a drive to the cemetery, um, which is wild. I mean, you're in the same boat as me, right? Like, you know, you, you don't get to be with your pop. And now the people that made you a dad are very aware of like my little guys, you know, trying to figure it out. It's, it's, it's those conversations are just, it's not that they're heavy. It's just that they're as real as it gets trying to explain that, that situation and how long I've been alive with him. Mm. On. And like a little mind is inquisitive because it's not sad to him. It's yeah. just confusing to him. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, we talk a lot on here about dad stuff and, and I, I, I was interesting after the, after it, I just, I was thinking a lot about trying to explain that to them, wanting them to know a guy I haven't seen in 35 years. Mm. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's heavy. That's heavy because how do you, I, I stopped getting a chance to be with my pop when I was a, when I was a child, man, I was, mm. You know, it's 21, but I, uh, man, no, no, no. Could, could legally purchase things that a man could buy, but wasn't that. So now as a grown adult, it, it's just, I don't know. I found myself thinking about that stuff yesterday. And as they get older, trying to figure out how you can explain the complicated stuff that's all of, you know, what my dad was and why I lost him and all that stuff. Um, and so that's always part of Father's Day. Mm. Sent some notes to my boy Andy North. 
Got it. First thing I, I wake up, there's a text from Tom Rinaldi. Oh. Um, the people that we spent so many Father's Days with covering the U.S. Open. You know, there's there's a reason why that event means so much to me. It's 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 we poured our heart and soul into covering it. Um, and the people I got to spend it with were like back in the day, it was my guys at the Golf Channel. Shout out to Rich Lerner and, and and the Golf Channel crew. And obviously with ESPN, it's Rinaldi and North and that whole crew. Yeah. And, um, and Rinaldi, you know, he lost his father as well. And so I don't know, there's there's just it's a fraternity, right? You and I are in it. And uh, mm-hmm. as we get older, everyone, unfortunately, will, will be part of it. But uh, that's just part of that day. And as my kids are old enough to kind of understand some stuff, uh, I didn't intend to have that be part of yesterday, but it was. Um, and then we just dove into the golf. <laughs> uh, and I know you I know you did. Yeah. Um, I start just with a, with a standing O for Wyndham Clark. No doubt. Um, it's so hard to win these, Steve. Oh, and I think that's that. As you and I were talking, walking in tonight, it feels like that's your biggest takeaway. I don't want to speak for you, but it felt like that's sort of where you start, isn't it? Yeah, because you go, you know, you go back to Saturday night, and Ricky misses the putt on eighteen, right? So, like that gets everything turned, where it's going to be him and Clark again, and then it's going to be. I thought he made the birdie putt. I thought he was going to be twelve. Yeah, he, he lipped, and then it, it hit the lip too hard. And then he missed the comebacker. And now instead of a head two or a head one, now he's tied. And I don't care what he says; that's a big deal. Yes, a, it's such a big deal. You work so hard to be ahead, now you're not. And then it sets up. This is a great thing. Um, being with Andy uh, at the PGA and talking to him Saturday, going into Sunday, and he looks right at the list. He's like, "All right, here's the line. This is who could do it." But then yesterday, you look at those names, man, and it's it's DJ who's got a gear. I mean, how many birdie putts did that guy have this week? Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, but it's DJ. It's I thought Harris English. I mean, he had brutal start uh, off the facade of the of the country club on on one, and then you know doubles two. He's done. But then you got Rory. You got Scheffler. Like everything you wanted. Xander, I was pulling for after the sixty two. Um, and and guys, you just saw it. They didn't have it, and shots weren't being made. And that's what I think is, is great about the U.S. Open is you know what you have to do when you're behind. You need some luck. You need the guy who's up top not to play well, and you need to play out of your ass. And those guys didn't have it. Uh, I don't know if it was the, the strain of the three days prior and that course getting tougher every day. But uh, going back to Clark, whether – I mean, how fast he was able to – fix his mistakes while leading the U.S. Open and knowing the names that were behind him, I thought was so damn impressive. And, you know, I thought, like, just like we were talking about, you know, not having her dad and, and him, you know, talking about his mom so much in the loss and what she meant to him. And you could see him talking uh, to himself on the course. And, you know, he's saying he's talking to his mom. But, like, to the alone time in those walks off a tee in a U.S. Open, I can't imagine – how many different things are going through your mind as you know you're you're you got a chance of a lifetime and you might have screwed it up on that tee shot and what's going through your head and um I, it's it's fascinating and that's why I, I find it my favorite thing because I'm just thinking about what I would be thinking and not a lot of it's positive and to hear those guys talk about how positive you have to stay it, it it's so 
strenuous and it's so damn impressive to watch. And I just, I thought the world of that performance, because like I said, the, who was coming for him and what he did uh, was, was just awesome. Awesome to watch. I forgot how many times he had to get up and down until I was watching live from on the golf channel last night Yeah, with Lerner and Chambly and McGinley, uh, mainly that, that, that tree, obviously they have, you know, a, a big crew. Todd Lewis does great work and I could keep going. Yeah. A lot, a lot of folks there, a lot of, um, a lot of hours invested. Um, but as those, as those guys were going through, you're like, Oh, that's right. I mean, it's not just, not just eight where he swings and misses and could have made anything could have made anything <laughs> made bogey very next hole. I, there's no way he can make par on nine after he, he's not in the bunker. He's up on that uphill line, that schmutz. And, and he, he, Azinger still convinced the ball's not going to come down the hill, but it did. <laughs> it just kept getting closer and closer. And I was with Paul. I'm like, wow, that's not going to get there. And it just kept creeping. Yeah. And he makes that one. He makes the one on 11. And, you know, the one in the end at 17. I mean, that could have been strenuous. You're up one oh. in the, and you're up one in the U.S. Open. Man. And he just stepped right up and doop, right there to a, a couple inches. Yeah. 18's a hard two putt. Hard two putt. No, it isn't. How about I knock it the exact proper speed to within a foot and knock that in? I mean, yeah. I, I just I was so blown away by how stress free he made stressful situations. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do. And look, my entire professional career doing this, this is what I've done. Covered majors, been at them. It's I mean. Good God, it's we're more than a hundred in now. Whether I've been, I haven't been to all of them, but I'm paying attention intently, whether I'm there or not. And more of these get lost than one, Steve. No doubt, no, no doubt. No and doubt. and so for a guy who hasn't done it yet mm -hmm. to be trying to fend off the number one player in the world, the number what what's Rory three or four, whatever it is, number player in the world. Here comes Cam Smith making a move. He, he's top 10 in the world. Like, they're all in proximity. And you've never been here. And to make a stressful situation that tends to eat people alive stress-free is unbelievable. And I'm going to talk about this, some commentary on, on SportsCenter on Monday about it. Well, what's this mean? What's it say? I have no idea. Mm -mm. Might be the one and only time it happens. Because guess what? One major is a whole lot. Whew. That's Justin Rose. You know, great player. That's how many he's got. Mm -hmm. He would have had two, except he ran into Sergio on a playoff of the Masters. And Sergio, who spent his entire career get, trying to get one, but had none, finally got one. Ask Sergio how much one is. Mm. Well, he got one because Justin didn't get two. I mean, I could keep going. You know, you look at the top 10. There's Cantlay. There's Xander. Um, there's Max Homa. There's Victor Hovland. None. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Xander's, Xander has to win one. He's just always there. I mean, I could say that about a lot of these guys. But the point is, is how difficult it is to get the one. And the ease with which. Wyndham Clark dealt with stressful situations makes it very tempting to say this is something you'd expect to see him do again. Mm -hmm. 
it just means it has to be his week again and not one of these other guys because those other guys are all going to turn up at Liverpool in a month and then at Augusta next spring and on and then at Pinehurst and wherever else and uh, you forgot forgot this week fifth major correct obviously River Highland shout out to the folks in Cromwell boomer day Scotty Uh, (laughs) it it really I, I like you I love the majors I've loved being able to to be as close to them as I've been to get to know see it up close to understand it from like the perspective of a guy like Andy mm-hmm. what it takes um, how hard it is and so at the end of it I'm like what's it mean it means Wyndham Clark got one it means Rory's still searching felt just like St Andrews couldn't make a putt missed a short one and just never could get the one he needed uh Maybe he's the best illustration of what you got to give to try to get the another one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just Rory won me over with 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 how he handled things this weekend. And going back to what you said, it's so damn hard, and it is that hard. Uh, but man, he, I mean, everything he could, he was trying. He just couldn't pull the trigger on on a, on a game changing shot. Um, you know, the short putt seemed to never. You know, he birdied one, and that was it. That was it. You know, it, I mean, you're, you're trying to tell me he's not trying. He's not trying to pull the trigger for 18 and, holes. And, and Steve, it's you, right there, and he you, couldn't do it. You spoke to it. Watch watch basketball. It's It never stops moving. You're reacting. Hockey, even more so. The speed is even greater. Baseball, you got time to stop and think. Football, mm-hmm. you're in the huddle, but you you've – experience that i mean do you really have time to gather your thoughts a lot i mean there's a little bit of time all there is in golf all there is is time Mm -hmm. to think to think about what you did wrong what you have to do next what it means if you do it right what it means if you do it wrong all there is is time hours and hours of it and you know he's he's doing the math in his head all right i got one more par five yeah, you know, I got, and then that one, that whole, that whole situation on fourteen, the par five, where he ended up getting a drop and blah blah blah, like dropped a shot on a place where he'd have been expecting to get a shot, and then the the ball that Wyndham Clark hit on there, you want to pick spots where, man, how about this shot? How about that shot? How about the second shot on that par five? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it ain't wide. He's like, I'll feather this thing through there. Yep. Then he gets to eighteen, and there's a fairway a hundred yards wide. That really, 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 really bums me out. There's stuff to be said about L.A. Country Club and this what it was and what it wasn't. We'll get to that. the 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 eighteenth hole of a U.S. Open, which by definition will be the seventy second hole come Sunday, cannot be wider than a football field. Mm. Can't be. It can't be. There has to be some penalty for being as far right as Clark was off the tee yeah. and there was none, there was none. So you, oh. you, 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 you build a course to create tension. The USGA famously wants the, are you trying to embarrass the most, the best players in the world? No, we are trying to identify them. Mm. That's the line. Most rigorous examination in the game of golf. Okay, fine. Then make it that the 72nd hole cannot be that wide. Just can't be because there was no str- I, he took the stress out of stressful situations. He could hit a ball where the tracer looked like it was in the. Oh my god! It looked like it was in the parking lot, <laughs> and he's still on short grass. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Let me just yeah. ask you. Go ahead. I just, I just one more thing. I went like, I he talked about it after on how he's he's a lot of times he goes too fast and he doesn't think out. He already has his plan. He's you know he's pretty darn calculated. He's dialed in, um, buttoned up, all those things. And for him to talk about how he had to take a deep breath, but he said you know when he got up to eighteen, he knew what he had to do to two putt. He's like, I, I have this. And it just comes back to the confidence. Like you talk about all the time you think about the confidence he had and he showed it himself. That's a lot of times the difference. And he was damn confident um, in his ability yeah. and everything. And that's, that's what I thought was a huge, huge factor in, in why he was able to uh, persevere through this because uh, there's, there's plenty of times it could have gone, uh, the wrong way and 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 he i mean how fast like i said how fast he fixed his problems i, I was was just really really impressive what do you think of the golf course i didn't like the the course combined with the atmosphere i just well, felt that, like it was the, two missing. different things two different things okay thanks the course itself to me was cool it had some interesting holes yeah had some interesting holes there was some i don't like five par threes I would agree with that. You know, that's one too many. Demand demanding par fours. I, that 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 should absolutely be part of the equation in a major. Mm -hmm. uh, you had that. The biggest issue was just that the that this is an event. Yeah, and it's it's meant to feel like an event. It's meant to feel like as much as golf can that that there's you're stepping into an arena, and it's <laughs> it's going to be a battle. And you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the tension. You're going to feel the energy. You're going to feed off it. You're going to be fearful of it. And I mean, it, this isn't an East Coast thing. I mean, sure. I mean, Max Homa pointing out like Boston people are just louder than LA people. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. But LA people can be loud if there's more than 50 of them. Yeah. And there just weren't. No. There just, there just weren't. Part of it's logistics. You know, you and you you said it before you went out. The event went out there because you'd been there. You're like, where are they going to put people? Well, they there was really nowhere to put them. No, but like, look, I've been. I was at Tory when Tiger tied Rocco in 2008. It was mayhem, mm -hmm. mayhem. Pebble is is spread out, and it's not a. It's not overwhelmed with people, but it still feels big. Yeah, this felt flat, no and doubt. I'm sure the LA people, LA Country Club people, don't care because they don't. No. They're above it. They can't be bothered with us, the poor unwashed masses like us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the story goes, there's 9,000 tickets and you bought up half of them because you didn't want people there. I mean, so what you end up with is, a, is an event that feels flat. And the one, you know, the one time before, I guess, 39, when it goes back there, um, that that's how people are going to remember it. And, and I'm, again, I don't know if they care, but I know I guarantee the USGA does. Mm. They don't want an event that feels like this, that feels, you know, and you couldn't draw it up better from a pers the perspective of here's somebody that just won a big event at Quail Hollow. He's got a big arrow pointing up next to his name, ranked 32nd in the world, but he's never done this. You got Rory, you got Scheffler, you got a ton of other big names. And it feels like that. Yeah, that's 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 just no good for anybody. This is supposed to be an event. Didn't feel like one. No. No, and like, it's it's not. I should say it's hard to. I, mean, I think about the broadcast and how you know they they didn't reference it much because there was nobody there. Um, and then 
I just, yeah, flat is the word. There was just no, I mean, you're watching, you know, when they go to the booth and they're showing, there's nobody behind them on the course. Like, it's just. Think about, like, think about Oakmont or think about Pinehurst. I mean, one one of the legendary moments, and I was there uh, when Payne Stewart rests his soul. I mean, he he beats Mickelson on on the seventy second hole, and there's that grandstand that goes down the length of the the entire length of eighteen, and there's you see that look down the line where you see twenty thousand people at once stand, yeah, and they're all watching, you know, and there's a roar that feels like it would cause a sinkhole that would swallow up the whole golf course, mm-hmm. and, and you just, I don't know, I I don't I don't know. No, it was, yeah, it was definitely. I think for the average per like. And I think about what we've had so far too this year. Look at those! Trying. Look at those absolute animals in Western New York, and what they came out in on Saturday. Look what they went through, sitting through it on Saturday, and then knowing Sunday was going to be the day. That was that was just, I and mean, that was electric. No matter where you were on the course, it was coming, and people were everywhere. Uh, West, just, Western Western New York people, shout to you! You're you're your own species, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and uh, that was, yeah, I mean. And Augusta's Augusta, and then, I mean, Liverpool will be a, a whole different. I mean, uh, Open Championship gallery is just different, sounds different, looks different, the whole bit. But smartest fans, right? Aren't they? Yeah, don't they I claim mean, to be the smartest fans? Yeah, you know, it's a little overdone. Oh, they'll they'll cheer when it's a if it's a proper link shot. They'll give you, okay, yeah. I, I went over. You know, they they just they cheer good shots. They don't even have Diet Coke. It's not the right kind. <laughs> what is it, Coke Light? Yes. First thing you do when you come back. And you L-I-T-E? Get the, L-I-T-E. First thing you do when you come back, get through customs. Like an absolute. Give me a two liter. Like a junkie. <laughs> you just go Stone Cold Steve Austin, slam two of them together. They're just poor. Is, hey, is that that guy from the thing? Look at him. Is he, is he okay? Oh, he's a lot better right now. He just inhaled. He a, asked for an injection of Diet he just, Coke. He just inhaled a liter of Diet Coke. Um. All right, so there we go. Shout to uh, shout to Wyndham. Shout to all the fellas in the arena that put themselves in the spot, and uh, we get one more major. Two. Correct. Obviously, this week, River Highlands. Hartford will be ready. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I bury the lead, Steve. I got two words for it. Double hammer. Hammer. And a word of caution to to the bozos on on Twitter. Listen, major championship golf is a four-act play. 
let's not get crazy. Let's keep our poise. Let's, let's keep our poise. Our friend Steve Sands taught us that. Keep, yeah. your, keep your poise. Very important to do. Because you got people who just ready, fire, aim, and they're, they're coming for Gordo because Lowry had a poor start. You know, this is a four, this is a sturdy, this is a sturdy guy from Ireland. All right. He's, he's not going to go away. He's going to dig in his boots. He's going to keep, he's going to stay in the fight. Mm. He's going to work his way back to what? Guess what? Top 20 on the nose. Now, Gordo's double hammer was top 40. I don't know where you could find that. But if you if you went a step beyond and went top 20 late in the proceedings, you got there. Yep. So let's let's not come for Gordo on a Thursday or a Friday. When there's still golf to be played. All right. Yeah. Rookie moves. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 yeah. really what it boils down to. You got to keep your poise, keep your patience and uh, settle in, settle in. Trust Gordo. i I would think, given that this event is, is in Gordo's backyard, that they'll, you know, I'm sure he'll he'll be deep in the FRLs this week. And uh, I mean, the, the, don't take those. No. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take the first round leaders. Those are those are tough to come by. Nibbles. Yeah, exactly. Small sprinkles. Um, I I want you to start on the uh, with the swim meet update because there was oh. a, we had. We had a rough start with an overzealous stroke and lane judge, mm-hmm. but, but there was a triumphant, a triumphant response in the weekend. Yeah, first time doing the old uh, breaststroke butterfly, uh, both of them in the same meet in a B meet, and uh, we had somebody trying to impress people because uh, they were both disqualified, and uh, it was a rough, rough FaceTime after the meet from work, seeing those faces uh, after their DQs, but. Uh, Hey, we got up hey. off the mat. We got back in the pool. And uh, Thursday, Friday, worked some things out. Saturday, uh, got a couple first and no DQs. That's right. That's right. No DQs. Hey, Strokes McJohnny out there. You made two. You made a seven-year-old cry, okay, <laughs> about a breaststroke. <laughs> Just pull him off to the side and say, listen, you got to tighten some stuff up here. Mm. The biggest phobia kids have is getting disqualified. Am I right? Correct. Because they just don't want to feel like they've done it wrong. And I get that your job, if that's what you're doing, is to tell them, well, you, you did it wrong. But it, 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 this ain't the Olympics, okay? We're not in Paris, France. We're on a pool deck in seven locks. <laughs> Pull them off to the side. Give him a little, give him a little dap, and say, "Listen, you want to think about doing this or that? All right, there you go." Hmm. But you know what they did? They get the Cockland girls got back in the pool in your eye hole, blue ribbons. Love that. Good. That 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 factored into uh, made Father's Day a lot easier too. Love, uh, love I, will, that. I wanted to point out though, mm-hmm. I meant to bring it up last week, and we didn't have the time. Okay, we've we had a couple instances with uh, some injuries. We got some. Uh, some cuts, some open wounds, maybe from running at the pool or they're not supposed to be, or oh, yeah. uh, what have you. So, Scott, we have had um, our first two incidents, and I remember back being deathly afraid of when Dad got the old peroxide out I've and had, had to pour it on there, and you just saw that thing fizz up like an Alka-Seltzer. 
I, uh, I had a to- I had a totally different experience with it. I thought when I had a I, I used to root for a, a, a festering wound because to me nothing was more fun than watching that stuff fizz. It got to the point, but like seeing the pain on the face, I mean, she, it's it basically her whole big toe, the top yeah. of it is oh, just boy. We all ripped know what it, off. All oh, right. On the pool deck. Oh, yeah. God. Like a cheese grater. Yes. Oh God. That's so horrible. So you had to fizz it, it up on, and you know, you know it like there's the pouring of it where it's like, oh, that's cold. And then all of a sudden it's the loudest screeches. And as a dad, playing who could scream the loudest again? Yeah, she won uh, on the she back won. deck, and she won. So we're over it now. She actually asked for it again because she knows that it's helping because it's go. gotten smaller. Uh, but, but I just but it a, made me a, think back to the old day. Like I, I just remember, like uh, slide, like playing on horrible fields. Oh yeah, and slide. I remember getting them like on the sliding head first, like underneath the elbow. Oh sure, like just huge scrapes, and that those things would burn. But even like when you were little, at first fall off the bike, bike crashes on the knees. I just yeah, oh. I had I just remember scabs on my knee that were like the size of like a half a grapefruit, and then you just pour a bottle of peroxide and watch it fizz. <laughs> but as a parent, yeah, know, knowing that they don't know that it's going to be cold, then you're going to feel the fizz and the sting, yeah. and that's a, that's a tough moment in in the dad space. Because yeah, because I didn't want to prep them on the pain no you can't. i just said you have to do this but you're doing because if you and- say if you say is this gonna hurt yep then then in their mind in their mind they're they're ready for a pain that is the equivalent uh, of having their foot cut off with a machete that's mm. what they think is gonna happen no no yeah. it's not you can't and you can't lie because if no. you lie and you say it won't hurt and then it does hurt then they're never gonna believe you again mm. so you just kind of have to just not answer the question hey, yes that's that this is this is the chapter in parenting that I write in a book, which is here's the part where you don't really answer the question at all. You just kind of, or if you, as you said previously, just lie. Yeah, I just, just lie sometimes. sometimes <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to lie about that. I don't want to buy, I don't want to lie about a pain thing because because then there are going to be things you just have to do. Yeah. And that and the peroxide is one of them. Mm. Um, yeah. So we had a. Uh... So that's Bits big. Yeah. A couple of blue ribbons. Yep. We had a, we had an interesting development. I told you last week we had a conscientious objector. Um, the little guy got in the pool, meet number two, and dusted everybody. Uh, what? What? What is he holding out for? A contract negotiations? I don't. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a big, big kid. And I told his coach, I'm like, look, he's five, and he's gonna be a giant. He's gonna be a long, skinny kid. Like perfect swimmers built. I don't know if that means he's going to be any good. I'm just telling you, he's going to have the frame for it, whether he has the aptitude or the attitude, don't know. But he dove in, and I'm like a lighthouse on the other end of the pool. So he swims. You're like a- Wembenyama today at the I- airport. <laughs> I don't blend in. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the bozo in a suit on a pool deck, uh, and I'm standing at the end, and I can see him swim, 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 stop. Look at me, smile, swim, 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 stop, look at me, smile. And I'm like giving them the come on, come on, come on. Beat all the five-year-olds, beat all the six-year-olds, beat a bunch of seven-year-olds, including God, I hope Sam doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh oh. He beat his brother. He beat his brother. We're not publicizing that a great deal in the house. Well, okay. Well, you just did. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's they don't they don't know how to 
I mean, they're actually pretty good on the on the getting kind of sketchy on those on the iPad. You catch them yeah. like, what are you doing over there? Yeah, what are you watching? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're good. Uh, <laughs> don't come in. No, it's not like that. It's no. uh. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, he he beat his brother by a comma by a lot. Oof. Uh, so that was kind of fun. The little guy, he's, he's he was into it. He's he's iffy for for this Tuesday's meet because it's a road meet. He might be terrified. Ah. Road we'll game. See. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he's got the the aptitude for a road game. Don't know we, yet. We'll we'll find out. We almost had the we almost had an all timer where the seven year old pleaded the comeback in a relay. So they do like these. Um, so it's every stroke, but you got to break. You get one from each age group, and the last part of the race is twenty five meter freestyle from your seven and eight year old, and she was down a ton she almost she made up like four and a half body lengths but just finished short she was coming uh that Le- would have been an all-timer ledecky uh, style it was it was it was awesome and everybody on their family I mean, it's the last race uh so that was that was super super exciting uh to see her get in in that atmosphere with with all the older kids uh and almost almost catch the other one so um it was it was good we're we're, we're coming the improve i just say get better every day that's it that's it. You're racing against the clock, and uh, they're they, they were pretty excited to go check those times after they got done with races. So, um, very appreciate cool. Everybody helping out. All right, and then and that was uh, that was uh, the pool deck update. Mm. It was big news, especially locally, just because the Suns moved for Bradley Beal. Yeah, and the Wizards don't get much back because Beal's contract was just ridiculous. It's, it's it's a ton of money. I love Bradley Beal, but it's a lot of money, and there was no, it was a no trade. It made him very very difficult to move. They didn't get a ton back, uh, and so now Beal, KD, and Booker, everyone is saying, well, this makes them the favorites. And this we we just we we don't remember what we just saw. Apparently, mm. right? We, I mean, granted, the last we saw Coach Malone. He was oh. <laughs> absolutely pickled. Fact. What was who was in the building, Steve? Queens was in the building. Queens, New York, in the building. Okay. Wow. He was like hat on sideways. He's had the he went Michelob Ultra, truly double fist. I mean, as and you he do, started early, and he said we're going to run it back about a hundred times. So mm. I don't think that they care that Phoenix went and got Beal. What's, what'll be interesting to see is this. Beal was always asked to carry a load here in Washington that was that was beyond his ability. It wasn't that he couldn't carry the load. It was just that he could carry it. It was just he could only drag it so far. Does that make sense? So now you got Booker, who's... I think Booker's the... like Durant's Durant, so... I want to be careful how I frame this, but Booker showed you in the playoffs. If there's a dude that's going to get 45 tonight, it's probably him. Uh-huh. And so now Beal can just comfortably show up and be the other guy to do like, I'm here to make sure I can get us 30. Do we need it? And, but, but then I don't know what they, what else they have room for on, on the roster, given, given what they have there. That's my takeaway now in reading all this stuff about, the new CBA and contracts and what rosters are going to look like. 
I just think we have so many flawed rosters. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I just – and I, I'm listen, I'm not taking anything away. The teams that went out and did it, they did it. And I look – like at the Heat, they didn't play a team with a true point guard. Then I start thinking to myself, like, how many teams even have a true point guard? It feels like it's the new running back of the of the NFL. There's just the, – the Bucks don't have one. The Knicks don't have one. The Celtics sure as hell don't have one. And it's just it's, – it's weird. And when I think about Phoenix, you think about those guys – and how ball dominant they are, like is Booker going to be the point guard? I don't, I, I don't see how that's going to. I don't, I don't love him in that role. I mean, I, no. I love him as a player, but I don't love him in that role. And all these guys are certainly capable of being handling the basketball. But I'm talking about, a, like you said, I'm talking about a point a guy that comes down and holds up two fingers and you run it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just, I, I wonder about what these rosters are going to look like. And in this day and age, too, like now the Suns. They're already talking like they're going to have, have to ask guys to to take less money to come play with them. Like, who the hell's doing that in this day and age? One of my biggest statements that I make in life constantly with our family, something happens and I just say, we'll figure it out. Hmm. Good and bad. Something bad happens. We'll figure it out. House catches on fire. We'll figure it out. Hmm. Uh Something good happens. So something minor happens. Whatever. What are, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle it? We'll, we'll figure it out. I think when you get Beal, Durant, and Booker, you just say we'll figure it out, mm. and mostly you do. The problem is when you come up against a team like Denver, who has figured it out. They're not still trying to figure it out. It's they've figured it out. This is who we are. This is what we do. Our 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 good enough is better than yours. And here we are with a parade. I'd like another 19 Michelob Ultras, please. <laughs> uh, so I just, I mean, I kind of chuckle because people are, I mean, I, it's, there's a lot of eye candy there. Sure. You want to make them the, do whatever you want. Fine. Call them the favorites. I'll be over here. If you're, are you shorting, are you shorting Denver? Cause I'm long Denver. Mm. I'll take all of, all of your short positions and cover them. Uh, but I get why it's happening. Um, I just think people are, they're just stubborn. Mm -hmm. they're, I guess, I mean, I don't know, maybe I guess they're going to run back that we don't think Jokic or it's not some, it's not sustainable. They'll say something that will be demonstrably have been proven false. Mm -hmm. So whatever, that's fine. You watched any of Omaha? I know LSU's there and I know they're winning the jello shot competition, yeah. but I mean, it's just, I, I get it. It's just so tired of that. It's fine. I get what it is. It's a thing every year. But just yeah. who L LSU entering a competition that involves who can drink more booze is, <laughs> is <laughs> the game's over. You understand that, right? Yeah. The, 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 this game's, you know, when you people, Twitter people talk about stuff that's rigged. Okay, that's rigged. <laughs> you can't win. It's rigged. And oh. welcome back to the bigs, Joey Votto. Some cool sound from him today talking about I need to be a value add. This this Reds team, this Reds team that's been a, a lot of fun to watch. They were three and twenty something last year. They were absolute cheeks. And mm -hmm. now they're one of the more fun stories out there. Joey Votto comes back. He just hit a home run. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's why I just said welcome back to the big oh. Joey Votto. Yeah, he's getting the Viking hat and the cape. There you go. Welcome. That's that's right on. I like that guy. I always have. 
Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the, 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 it's rigged if you're going to go up against mm-hmm. LSU in a drinking competition. When LSU and Wisconsin played at Lambeau and they ran out of beer like on the like Thursday before the game, <laughs> I mean, we tried to tell them, yeah, you Wisconsin people are professional. These, the LSU folks have, they have graduate degrees. Okay. Yeah. You have your degree in this. Yes. yes. They, they're, they have doctorate in this. So, so they have brown water with their Cheerios. Correct. Bright, little kids brush their teeth. They don't, they don't put, they put the bubblegum Colgate on there and dip it in a little brown uh. water, stir it up. Um, I know I, I have not seen a ton. Uh, I know Stanford, I'm sorry, is, is out. I know, yeah, Florida, they're already I know, gone. I know Florida has been great thus far. Awesome. The games have been unbelievable. I, think I know, I know they have. Today was the first two run game. Every game's been one run. Well, we'll see. As we speak, LSU currently has a, a lead over uh, over Wake, mm-hmm. which is something because Wake has been something of a juggernaut. Uh, but no, I, I mostly was mostly been locked in on U.S. Open, and now now I just have the sads because it's you know about that time. Not a lot left, mm. right? Well. Depends how you look at it. Uh, I look at it like there's not a lot left. <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me a different way to look at it. Okay. Uh, important question. I'm, I'm listening. Is there a worse fan base than USA men's soccer? I don't. I don't. I need to know the context. What? What? In in what regard? Nauseating on social media. They're tough. That's a tough bunch. That's a tough bunch. It's been it's been my contention that I don't under. They, it's always the coach's fault. Yeah, I that, don't get it. That much I know. It's always the coach's fault. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, the common denominator, and this is where soccer guy and our affinity for soccer guy certainly goes back to the Rosillo days. They get mad at you because you don't know the sport well enough. You don't talk about it enough. But when you do talk about it, you don't know enough to talk. You don't about know it. it. Well, then do you want me to talk? Like, so just sure. If I don't talk about it, then I suck. But if I do talk about it and don't know it as well as you, then I still suck. Well, here's what I think. I think that the United States have demonstrated that they're decent, but they're not great. And in our entire lives, they've never won anything of consequence. And so to walk around mad at the coaches for not being better than we've basically been for our entire existence, mm. I don't understand that. I'd love for us to be great and make a deep run, and and when the when the cup is here in twenty sixth, then I hope it happens. But if it does, it'll be the first time it ever has mm. in our life, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I guess I don't get it. But I'm not invested. I mean, I look, we Twelman's our guy, and I and and he's been very patient and kind of explaining, and he told us in twenty two, look, this is this is a really young group. You hope for a result to get through. They did that. And then t- you got some runway and then 26. Got to be good in 26. Okay, well, then let's hope we are. And I'll be cheering for him to be that. And then it's going to be, well, yeah, but this this is a look ahead to 30. At, at some point, it's like trading for draft picks down yeah. the road. At some point, you got to try to be good. And then mm-hmm. I think 26 when they're going to try to be. The 26 is that's sort of the all in, if I understand. Okay. All in for 26. Fine. You and me both. We'll get kits and we'll go. The outlaws. That's it. We'll get the scarves and we'll beat drums and we'll sing and dance <laughs> and go. 
I'm I'm not anti. I'm pro. I just I'm, okay. I'm anti people that act like you're supposed. Well, you to don't know the sport. Of course I don't, and I don't pretend to. I just know if if we were great, <laughs> then at some point in the last fifty years, we'd have shown as much. Yeah, probably just by accident, right? Mm-hmm. Hadn't happened yet. Mm. I mean, it's not like whatever. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. We're gonna we're following baseball tonight, and it's it seems like it could happen early. Yeah. So uh, at some point, get writing. Yeah, because we could be on for a long time, and I'm ill prepared at the moment. So we'll uh, we'll dive in, uh, start trying to prepare for a little show. We'll uh, we'll we'll bring you those much uh, desired swimming updates coming uh, next week, I guess. Mm Hmm. Fifth major. If you're up in the Northeast, get out there. Go 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 to Cromwell. You know what there'll be? A lot of people that'll be making a lot of noise. Yes. They will bring it. They always do. And uh, y'all have a good week and be good out there, all right?